Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 20 of the Linkage Podcast by Episcopal Retirement Services. Uh, this episode is for the week of October 5th, 2020. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Brian Reynolds, Vice President of Marketing for Episcopal Retirement Services, and I'm here with Kristen Davenport, as always, our Director of Communications for ERS and our Executive Producer. How are you, Kristen? Doing well today, Brian. Glad to be here. Uh, Hitting episode 20 feels like quite an accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, what, about six months now? So it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, really great to keep this this going. It's been, been a lot of fun. The Linkage Podcast is dedicated to educating our audience about issues regarding aging, informing people about the mission of ERS, and how that comes to life in our everyday interactions with residents, clients, families, and staff members. So Kristen, we've got a great show lined up. You want to tell us what what we've got coming up? Our guests are really, really wonderful assets to the ERS organization for sure. We've got one of our uh, partners who's a sponsor of the gala, the model group. Their CEO, Bobby Malley, is going to be with you today. And then you also got a chance to catch up with Joy Blang. And Joy is going to talk all about the details of the gala on Friday. And uh, this is a busy week for us. Uh, It's going to be an exciting uh, event, virtual event on Friday. Both are wonderful. Really enjoyed catching up with Bobby. And of course, Joy just will set up the whole whole evening coming up this Friday night uh, for us all. So with that being said, you want to introduce our first uh, first guest? Absolutely. Uh, Bobby Malley is the principal and CEO of the Model Group. The Model Group's been um, a partner with ERS on uh, our affordable living development projects for, for many years. And uh, our latest project, uh, the Mance uh, Hotel, the historic hotel in Walnut Hills, is being redeveloped right now and um and it's an exciting project that's um getting near the the completion we will have uh residents moving in hopefully before the end of the year at the very beginning of next year so uh here's brian's interview with bobby So I'm here uh, this week with uh, the principal and CEO of the model group, uh, Bobby Maley. Bobby, how are you? Hi, good to be here. Uh, thanks so much for joining this week. And, uh, you, you know, the model group and ERS have been uh, great partners, um, gosh, for uh, quite a long time. Uh, I was wondering, can, can you kind of talk about how we got started working together? What is it, about 10, 12 years ago? Well, I think it may even go back a little further than that. Actually, uh, I think that my partner and uh, Art Reckman, who started our company, mm-hmm. I think he sold the ERS's office building to ERS, which goes back decades. Oh, wow. Uh, but no, I, I think um, in more recent history, our relationship really grew and, and, and started in earnest with uh, St. Paul Village, the first phase of St. Paul Village. And I, yeah, I think that that was really the impetus when the two of us came together, we both realized, oh, wow, when we work together, we can do something pretty great here. Right. Yeah, St. Paul was, um, I, I, I believe, uh, ERS had a hard time. And actually, even before ERS was involved with St. Paul, Jay Kittenbrink was leading the charge at, at St. Paul Village. Right. And was having a real hard time figuring out how to do the renovations um, some of the operations were uh, having a hard time making ends meet. And 
certainly needed a lot of deferred capital work. And so I uh, was just looking for different sources, couldn't figure it out. I think had a few failed attempts. It just didn't work. And I think Jay and some others said, hey, who should we talk to? And I guess a couple people pointed them to us. And um, we were able to, I think, reset the perspective that that uh, Jay and ERS had uh, with St. Paul Village. And I think, you know, you have to ask uh, from your all side, but I think one of the things that we did was just start to ask questions and reframe the perspective of the property as a long-term asset, uh, something that we believe could be, you know, even if it's affordable housing, it could be in some ways indistinguishable in quality from any market rate housing other than finishes. But having all the important things like great community space, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I think I came in on the back end of that, the, the finishing that project. And what just struck me was the quality of uh, the work that you all had done. It was almost like, you know, living in a market rate or, or a nice hotel, just walking through those halls and seeing all those amenities. So I, it, it, yeah. It, uh, yes. Cool. And uh, you know, that, that building had good bones to begin with. So there was some good design to work from, but, but you're right, absolutely. That was the goal to make sure it felt like from the outside or the inside, you, you couldn't tell that this was housing for folks who may you know, had less than 60% of the area median income. Right. We, we wanted it to be indistinguishable. And, um, and you know, I, I think in large part, we're able to accomplish that both through um, the development that we did together, as well as a lot of fundraising and mm -hmm. relationships that ERS always has brings to the table, which have such a huge impact. Go through St. Paul Village today, many years after we did the construction there, and it still feels new. It still feels like a, a pretty special place in large part because of all those relationships and resources you guys bring. One of the things I hear about just time and time again um, from residents is just, this is the nicest place I've ever lived. I mean, it, it just, that yeah. quality, I think really. It doesn't get old, that's for sure. No, it doesn't. So I, I know there's been many projects over the years that we've partnered on, but what, what are some of the, the projects that we're working on now? I mean, I, I think about Shepherd Ridge and obviously the Mance is big that we're highlighting in, in this one. But uh, Yeah, um, Shepherd Ridge in uh, Northern Kentucky. And then, you know, we've got uh, a, a few others underway. Um, we're working on a few phases in Wilmington together. Um, that's a, a, a campus that Model and ERS have been working on for a long time, basically committed to it prior to figuring out how we reconfigure it, redevelop it. But we've got most of the development, redevelopment underway at this point with a, a few phases. Um, and so that that's, I think we call that Prairie View and Prairie Gardens. Right, right. Um, so those are underway, and I, you know that that really is a campus. In some ways, will feel like St. Paul Village. It reminds me of that kind of a feel, that kind of a place, uh, with some great community space. Um, the Mance, yeah, we've got this uh, event coming up. Uh, you guys do this this Friday, highlighting the Mance. Obviously, a very special property with with a lot of different components to it. This is one of my favorites. It's a good example of some of my favorite things that happen when, when our two organizations work together. 
and that we're, we're, we're accomplishing so many things at one time. We're, we're killing multiple birds with one stone. In the manse, we are taking vacant lots, vacant blighted buildings, and uh, it, we're, we're accomplishing neighborhood revitalization goals around neighborhood anchors like Jim and Eddie's and yeah. um, Thompson McConnell Cadillac who've been there as neighborhood anchors for years. Right. And um, that's exciting. And uh, we're also preserving a piece of history in the manse, as, you know, as we've all heard so much about, which we don't get to do that every day, but it, truly a piece of history is a, uh, one of the, the only black hotels in Cincinnati, or in the Green Book, I should say, as a safe place for African-American travelers to, to stay when they're in town. People like Jackie Robinson or Izzy Gillespie. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty neat. And then, and then, you know, the, the reason we do this every, uh, every day is to preserve affordable housing options for, for our community seniors so they can stay in their community. Uh, but do it in a way that they're part of a, a part of a community inside their building and, and out and uh, with the services that ERS brings. So um, that's one of my favorites that we're working on right now. Yeah, and you've been, you've been able to do, you kind of mentioned it, you've been, you're able to preserve or, or transform a lot of these communities that, uh, you know, have, are, are really developing, but to be able to have affordable housing as part of that must, must be really a special part of, of what you guys offer. Again, back to your earlier question, I, I think we've worked so well together because the mission of our company is to positively transform communities. And so when we team up with ERS, we get to do that in a much more powerful way than without ERS. And uh, we've learned so much from working with you guys. Um, when we get to do high quality affordable housing with ERS that is bringing services and the attention to community in the building, which has such a ripple effect on the community outside the building, on top of the neighborhood revitalization, um, that results from a lot of the products we're doing in our urban core. It is the best of both worlds for us. Um, those are the two pieces uh, of the, you know, the what we do that uh, get to combine together into something pretty powerful. Yeah, I, I, I can just tell you from my experience and having seen your work and seen the work of the affordable living, those communities are truly gems and uh, you know, bringing people together. And I think you mentioned that idea of these community rooms and I think we have some wellness programmings and be able to offer all that with safe affordable housing is has been really special to watch that grow I think I think we were had eight communities when I started and now up to 29 and having partnered on probably almost all of those has been pretty special to watch I think so maybe except for one of them um, one or two but it certainly has been the the, the bulk of them and uh, certainly has been a complimentary overlap for us. Yeah. And not only have you guys been great partners, but you've been sponsors of, of so many of our galas or past fundraising events. And, and I, I, A, I just want to thank you so much for that support. But what, what is that meaning for the model group to, to have that sponsorship in addition to the partnership? Well, we're, you know, I guess for us, it's, it's not difficult. You guys are, we're, we're teammates and um, we're, we're not as good at what we do without working with you guys. And 
we're, we're just at our best a lot of times when, you know, our, our skill sets overlap and uh, we can't, I can't do what your organization does and, um, and vice versa. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's so good. But, uh, but for us, that's why, you know, we, we know how important because we see it all the time, the services that you bring to the residents of these buildings and, you know, in buildings that they're not paying enough rent to be able to provide those services. And mm-hmm. so we're creating a quality of life and, and community investment that doesn't happen without those intentional sponsorships or donations that you guys spend so much energy and effort to, to bring to bear. Um, and to me, that's the secret sauce. I, that, you know, it's, that's what separates these from uh, houses or apartment buildings or apartment units into uh, homes and, and communities. That is the secret sauce and uh, absolutely worth investing in for all of us, I think. Yeah, well, I think, you know, through our market research and coming up with a tagline several years ago, you know, we kind of honed in on having those safe, comfortable community living, and you guys are such a big part of that. And uh, thank you so much for that partnership and, and your sponsorships and, and helping make that happen. So, yeah, no, it's pleasure is ours. Well, we'll have to catch up in the future, but um, thank you so much for coming on our our podcast and uh, we'll look forward to catching up soon. Okay, we'll see you this week. Brian, it was great to hear from Bobby today and uh, we'll see him, I guess, Friday night. You know, we've we've been on a journey for, for quite a number of years together as they've really grown with us. I think we talked that we had one community at one point um, about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, and now we're up to 29 serving 1,700 seniors. So uh, Bobby's certainly been and his team have been an integral part of that. And uh, it was really, really fun to catch up with him um, on this podcast. You bet. You bet. And then um, more uh, interviews uh, pertaining to our gala. We have a next guest is uh, Joy Blang. Joy's our executive director of philanthropy for Episcopal Retirement Services. And Joy and Brian are going to give us all the lowdown for our event this Friday, our Together We Rise virtual gala. So I'm here this week with uh, Executive Direc- Director of Philanthropy, uh, Joy Blang. Uh, Joy uh, oversees our Episcopal Retirement Services Foundation. Welcome, Joy. How are you? Thanks, Brian. It's great to be here. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, so we're so uh, glad to have you on the eve of our uh, virtual gala come up, coming up. But I thought maybe we'd start and uh, just ask, you know, overseeing our philanthropy, what what that means for ERS and everything it encompasses. Well, ERS really has been rooted in philanthropy since the very beginning. Um, We are in existence because of Charles Lee and other founders who really made a significant investment initially in the organization back in the 60s. And that has grown through the years. And uh, we've uh, many, many more donors have uh, joined the effort, but we, we really would not be the, the strong, diverse organization that we are today without philanthropy. So we, uh, from the foundation, 
we work with uh, annual gifts through our Good Samaritan Mission Fund that helps support uh, many of the programs and services and ministries day in and day out. Uh, we also uh, work with donors to uh, add new capital needs or initiate a new program or project. And finally, uh, some donors choose to include us in their legacy giving through their estate plans, and that helps contribute to the long-term growth of, of our endowment and strengthening the organization. Yeah, and uh, you, know, you, you do so much, and as you mentioned, there's such a rich tradition, and, and I think now you have a, a really great website uh, that you've put together, um, the ERS Foundation uh, website that, uh, that you created that has a lot of great tools and great stories and content. Yeah, we're really pleased with that. We think it, it um, really can serve as a, a place for people to learn more about how philanthropy is making an impact on the lives of the people we serve, as well as the many different ways they might choose to become involved as well. Great, great. Well, like I said, uh, you know, at the top of the interview, you've got a, a gala coming up, and I was wondering if you could share with our listeners uh, the details of the gala, and, you know, kind of the who, who, what, why, and when. Well, like so many of our nonprofit peers this year, this gala is going to be completely different than anything we have ever done because right. we are going virtual. We just... Uh, and can't bring people together in one space like that, but we do feel like um, we can still bring people together and we are very committed to making it an engaging evening that is entertaining, educational, and inspirational for all who attend. Um, it is an important uh, opportunity for us to introduce people who are not quite as familiar with all the different facets of ERS um, to some different areas. Sometimes people only have one, one specific part of ERS that they're familiar with and mm -hmm. don't know many of the other things that we do. Some of people are new to our organization. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's just an, an opportunity for those who are uh, more closely connected to really feel a sense of pride in, in all that we are doing, especially in these very difficult times of COVID. Sure. So, so what are uh, what are you supporting this year uh, as kind of your main theme? So, the theme for this year's event is "Together We Rise," which is uh, also a theme that we uh, adopted for when COVID broke, and it's based on Abraham Lincoln quote: "The occasion is piled high with difficulty; we must rise to the occasion together." And what we have seen over and over and over again since COVID are, are people who are just stepping forward to, uh, to do something heroic in ways big and small from our residents and their families who are so brave, bravely um, enduring all these challenges to our staff who are just going above and beyond each and every day to care for our residents yeah. under more difficult circumstances and uh, volunteers and donors who have stepped forward to help Mm -hmm. in, uh, in a, a whole lot of ways. So we really wanted to take the, the evening um, part of that to really celebrate those individuals. We've had a, several people who've written in some really poignant letters sharing what uh, the supporters and staff of VRS really mean to them. So we'll be sharing those letters. So, um, so the first part will really be um, 
reflecting on on these past six months and uh, and looking ahead. Sure, sure. So so tell us a little bit about the program for the evening. And I, it sounds like you've got some 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 interesting things to share. I think you mentioned, of course, entertainment, and but uh, there, there's always kind of an educational component as well. We will be broadcasting live from the um, Hilton Cincinnati Netherland Plaza Hotel, which is absolutely a gorgeous space, really an iconic uh, hotel uh, in our in our community here in Cincinnati. Right. Uh, but it's that venue has allowed us to really present a multimedia program that evening. So we we're fortunate to have uh, WLWT's Curtis Fuller, who will serve as our master of ceremonies. Uh And um, to to lead us through the night, we will be uh, ending the night with the live jazz entertainment of the Mandy Gaines Quartet. She is just fabulous. She's performed several times, including for for our residents virtually and uh, at our partner's breakfast. So she's really, I think, one of the the best jazz singers in Cincinnati. And so we're really excited to bring that entertainment because we, like I said before, we, we appreciate people tuning in to a Zoom gala. We know that that's not always people's preferred way of, of attending something like this. And we know there's some Zoom fatigue out there. So we really want to, to, as our thank you to them to, to do as much as we can that night to make it fun and enjoyable. So they're you know, having, having a good time from the comforts of home. Yeah, you've, you've always done a great job putting together kind of fun events, but this is almost like putting together a TV show in some ways. It's, it's, it's actually been a lot of fun to uh, work on and just, to, you know, different challenge, but yeah. I will certainly look forward to the day that I can see everybody, everybody's faces uh, live again. Right, right. And of course, you're, you'll have some uh, discussion and kind of overview of, of the manse. And, and I don't know if you can kind of tease that a little bit before, before the program. Right. Absolutely. So, so what, uh, like we said before, every year we, we pick a different area of ERS to really showcase at the gala. Mm-hmm. And last year at the Mad Hatter Ball, we really were putting our focus on uh, the work that we were doing in memory support and uh, I'm excited to share that since we were together last year, we have, we have now since launched the Center for Memory Support and Inclusion. So that was a big, big advancement, um, thanks to right. philanthropy. Yeah. And um, so I know that uh, the recognition that that received at the gala was very helpful in advancing that effort. Absolutely. So this year, we are shifting our focus to affordable living, and we are telling the bigger picture of of what we do and uh, why it's so important and why it matters so much in the lives of our low-income residents through the specific story of the Mance apartment project, which just has such incredible historic significance as I know Bobby has shared from the model group already today. Right. Well, it sounds like an exciting evening. Um, if people want to attend or get involved or just support uh, the, the the gala and or, and or our, our our efforts to raise money, how, how can they do that? We are off to a great start. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, they have really laid the foundation for success. 
Um, so I want to first of all thank them, our uh, presenting sponsors, particularly the Model Group, yep. Ridgestone Builders and Developers, Ohio Capital Corporation for Housing, and U.S. Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks to them and all of our other sponsors who not only support us financially, but do incredible work for us uh, to enable us to do what we do. Um, There's also plenty more opportunities for individuals to contribute. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Attending the event this year is free. We would love it if as many people as possible tuned in. So we didn't want to limit that with a ticket price. And we have that, um, we can accommodate that uh, as many people. So that's, that's the, first of all, the, the good news is people can tune in without buying an advanced ticket. Right. Um, however, there are, people are asking how they can help and get involved and um, support. So we have a couple things. Um, we have a donation page on our gala website. Mm-hmm. We also have both a silent auction mm-hmm. and what we are calling a uh, pay it forward auction. This is something new for us this year. Mm-hmm. So the silent auction we have, we tried to be really mindful of um, social distancing and being safe. And um, right. Laura used the term safecation the other day. Uh, oh. We've all heard of staycations, but now, yeah. now we're hearing about safecations. Yeah. Um, so we have things like a uh, fishing retreat cabin in uh, Dale Hollow Lake, Tennessee, and mm-hmm. a cottage up in Boyne Highlands, Michigan, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, closer to home, an overnight at Hotel Covington. Um, the, the model group has offered to give a private tour of the manse just prior to its opening early next year. And Jeff wow. Sutton, who is a fabulous Walnut Hills historian, yeah. uh, will uh, accompany that. So, um, so those kind of things, um, coach fragrance baskets, faux fur throws, you know, things to help people just, you know, treat themselves and stay cozy or maybe get a jump start on their holiday shopping. So traditional kind of silent auction things that, um, mm-hmm. that we usually have. Right. But the pay it forward auction is a little bit different. We've not done it quite this way before. It's really a, a little bit of a philanthropic twist on our silent auction. I often get people who ask me, um, what does my hundred dollar donation or my $250 donation or whatever amount, what is that really doing for ERS and the Good Samaritan? Because the Good Samaritan mission is so large. Right. And, um, and it is important. So sometimes people really just like to know what kinds of services their gifts are um, making possible. So the pay it forward auction is, it is a way to choose a program or a service that we offer under the Good Samaritan mission mm-hmm. and a category someone is most passionate about, maybe affordable living or Meals on Wheels or the Center for Memory Support Inclusion or one of our specific communities like Marjorie Lee or the Prehouse and Cottages. Mm-hmm. And they can go and, and get an idea if they want to make a $500 donation. Um, they can see that, oh, that, you know what, that's going to provide 70 residents uh, transportation for a month in affordable living and right. it makes it more tangible. So, um, so that, that's what the pay it forward is. It's instead of receiving something that they will enjoy themselves, it's, it's the gift of giving to someone else instead. 
So if you could tell our listeners, I think the, the, the registration for uh, the gala and the, the link for the silent auction is on our gala page. Can you give that web address that people can find that information? Right. The, uh, the, the main page for the gala is episcopalretirement.com slash gala. Mm-hmm. It has everything you need to know about the event and the lineup, the activities and the, the um, uh, what's planned for the evening. Yeah. There is a way to register um, to attend the event, which basically helps us make sure we get the uh, link to, to, the, to those who want to attend. So there's a complimentary registration and there's also a way to make a donation um, outright, uh, right on that page, but there's also a, a link to the silent and pay it forward auction on right. that same landing page as well. Right. Great. Well, I think that's all of the great and wonderful information um, about the gala. I'm really looking forward to it uh, next week, Joy. Um, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week, and we'll, we'll look forward to bringing you back, uh, you know, maybe talking on some other topics on philanthropy in the future. I will look forward to that too. And just thank you for the opportunity to communicate with so many donors who are making so many wonderful things possible at ERS. Joy always has such a positive attitude about uh, everything that's gone on. Anybody else could maybe look at what we've had to deal with over the last uh, six or eight months here and um, not be determined uh, to, to go on and fundraise and, um, and just really help out the organization um, funding the services that uh, are so needed by our affordable living residents, our Meals on Wheels clients, and so many other ways that we uh, support our mission. Yeah, she's done a wonderful job putting together this new virtual uh, presentation of our gala and uh, We'll be really excited to share that on Friday. Well, Kristen, I think with that being said, that's uh, the latest episode of uh, the Linkage Podcast by Episcopal Retirement Services. Uh, For more information about us, you can visit our website at episcopalretirement.com. We have lots of great content, including our Linkage online blog, resources to learn more about aging and the services we offer, and so much more. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube to see what's going on with NERS and our communities. If you have any questions or feedback for us, please email us at info at erslife.org. The Linkage Podcast is produced by Kristen Davenport and Brian Reynolds. Yasha Davis is our associate producer. Our technical director is Michelle Hain, who has done an excellent job putting this show together, as always. I'd like to thank our guests today, including Bobby Maley and Joy Blang. And uh, we'll look forward to catching up next week. Thanks so much, uh, Kristen. Yes, I'll see you at the gala on Friday. And, uh, and of course, next week with our next podcast. Mm-hmm.